0: All right, well, there he is. Let's jump right in it. Let's <laughs> jump right in it. <laughs> Welcome to Brothers Shelly, Having Presures. What up? what up? Oh, he on the bike. Okay.
1: Yeah, he on the workout
0: bike. So, everybody want to introduce themselves? <laughs>
2: right. Dude, Addison's now.
0: That part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, what's up, everybody? It's the Diamond Crook coming through. No. You know what I'm saying? Trying to do it, it. with the squad. Get you know it. what I mean? Like we've been here, we've been there, we've been everywhere.
0: Man, he said he only had a couple of minutes. <laughs> All right, go ahead, yeah. uh, ahead Teddy. Yeah, hey, what's happening, man? It's your boy Dutch, man. Live on location in the middle of the road.
2: Let's get it. Yo,
3: and we can rebuild. Yeah, uh, B. Jones, Show God Twenty Three,
0: and we got a special guest in the anonymous mass. Yes, sir. He Yo. is the Zoom user.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. So let's jump in. Uh, Addison said we'll be bringing the topic to the table today. I know I missed the last one. It was at night. The last
1: one doesn't even exist on here yet. It that like part. It
2: never
0: so, what's the topic or the, the, the subject at hand?
3: Minute because to some degree we have to catch the the two who missed the last one, have to catch them up. Okay, go ahead. <sighs> you want to go? Let's say you, you want <laughs> right, to listen. That is the subject. What was the uh, subject answer that I sent to your question about how to describe what we would discuss? You remember that? You have that near? Edison.
0: Hey, fellas, I'm about to jump off, man. I'm driving, so I'm going to get it to y'all later. Man. All
2: right,
0: then right,
2: it
3: works. It works. Be, careful, dude. Y'all, y'all, y'all be careful, be safe. All right, Madison, what the hell? I think uh, you was asking us, what do we identify as? Uh, no, that wasn't the question. Um, the, the question is, or the topic is, skin color, aka race, and white Negroes are still having
1: yeah, the well, means... identity complexes and their origins and consequences, and why negroes are having the same conversations today they had in
2: 1921.
1: There it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I
0: had to go find a text message. So you want to? Um,
3: so you want like in the beginning? Okay, we start at the beginning, but I'm gonna do a little bit of a council version. <laughs> Uh, because I'm two of y'all have already heard it. Yeah. So I'm gonna do a little bit of stuff. So in 1676, there was this event called Bacon's Rebellion, <laughs> in in the colony of Virginia. Yeah. Okay. okay. And the only reason Bacon's Rebellion is significant. <laughs> is because it was the first sort of organized, what we would think of as armed rebellion in the new world. But that wasn't nearly as significant as the repercussions of the event. So what happened basically was Virginia was in the early stages of being a colony wasn't really all that prosperous at that point and wasn't all that what we would think of as settled or developed. So you had a bunch of people, a bunch of settlers out on the frontier, which to some degree is what is now Western Virginia and West Virginia. And they were being harassed by the Indians so much that they kept asking the governor of Virginia for help, and he wasn't all that concerned and didn't pay attention. So, Indians. gentleman, the last name Bacon decided he was going to teach the governor a lesson, and so they basically marched on and burned down. I think it was Jamestown or Williamsburg to the ground, which is where the governor lived. And that wasn't really as significant, sorry about that, that wasn't really as significant as what the British did after Bacon's Rebellion. Bacon's Rebellion ended up not really amounting to anything in and of itself, but because the rebellion featured the non-wealthy members of the Virginia colony of all shades. But here's the important thing to remember. At the time of the rebellion, there was no such consideration as shades of skin. Okay. But because of the potential threat, the landowners, the British, London, the king, etc., realized that they needed to do something to make sure this never happened again. So it took them about 15 years to figure out what to do. And in 1691, we see the first written use of the terms white, white, mulatto, mulatto. <laughs> and Negro. <laughs> First time ever used. All right. And it was used to divide. whites can't do this with blacks or mulatto, etc. etc. So basically what the bridge did. Is they just figured out a new form of their class divisions, which they had used they and the rest of the Europeans had used so effectively in Europe for centuries, right? But it didn't work so well in the New World because you didn't have you didn't have direct control over people the way you did in European cities and countrysides. The New World was a wilderness, especially America. Um, interestingly, as a side point. America was originally referred to by the British as the waste land for the waste people. This is the origin of the term white trash or trash. And there is a 400 year etymology and history of the use of that word and the concepts that are derived from it, which date back to the 1500s. Anyway, that's sort of a side point. Um, The main point, though, is that skin color became, number one, a thing. (laughs) That is to say a reality, right, in a legal sense, not just something you observe, casually observing people. Number two, this then, because it was used legally to divide people, it created the foundation for two very important things, the concept and the identities of white and so-called black, or as they used at the time, and until recently, quite frankly, Negro, which obviously is Spanish for black. Okay. The significance of this is that those two words became identities before there was the thought of such a thing as an American identity. So for us, whose ancestors, to one degree or another, were here either during those years or sometime in the following, I don't know, 100 years or so, this has shaped everything we have thought been taught consciously, subconsciously about ourselves and others since then. So what's the crux of it? And this is the really important part of it. Because it was created by men who then called themselves white and who were landowners. They set the stage and the framework for the entire discussion, for the <laughs> entire topic. And this continues to power. Day. Well, so it, it was people, people with power talent. got to define
1: whoever, who everybody was. Exactly. So they could figure out how to keep people who didn't have power from collecting power. and gathering power.
3: There you go. So well, now, go ahead.
1: Oh, so so you had asked what do you identify as? So he what did
3: not say that actually.
1: Well no, go ahead. Well, the question was more about the um the irrational identity that was um, forged in that time. I think that's what he's explaining.
3: Well, I'm yeah. getting to that. We don't know, we have to understand the origins of it to understand why it's irrational. Right? Okay. So when you understand that it is the entirety of what we think of as an identity is in fact a mythology. It was an invention. It was a fabrication. We can then begin to understand, we can then begin to understand the following centuries of behavior and thought because If the foundation of your identity is a lie, then you have to continue lying to justify that identity. And when people start to believe lies, you're in a very delicate situation, right? Now, depending on which side of the equation, you may or may not realize how delicate your situation is your existential uh, foundation you may think is solid or you may think is actually quite fragmented and unsubstantial when the reality is all of it is. Uh, But because white continually define the terms of the reality of the identity existential structures that we're dealing with, They were continually able to literally define who we are. And necessarily, as whiteness came into contact with other things that, according to these 1690s definitions, could not be white, they had to be something else, because they couldn't be white, and they didn't fit into the category of black. They couldn't be black. So they had to find other words. For example, the, the paraded around, frequently heard word today of Latino or Hispanic or whatever. Well, I don't know how familiar you guys are with those countries, but all of those countries are ruled and have been ruled by people with very pale skin. Since the Spanish destroyed those cultures, the Native American cultures there, throughout all the countries that speak Spanish. I think Barbados just got from underneath the queen. Yeah, I saw that. That was kind of interesting. Um, I thought they'd done that. I mean, a you know, you got Haiti
1: it. that did its thing.
3: Well, Haiti is an interesting situation, actually. Um, it's. Really quite bizarre. But that's another subject. We can get into that though. <laughs> I'm just speaking about the Spanish speakers. So, right. <laughs> so all those countries, if you look at the people who own everything, who are the elected officials, they all have tail skin. Right? If we were to see them walking down the streets, we call them white. And in fact, that is what they think of themselves as, although they think it's a little they a little more technical with it, they think of it as Spanish. Right? You even hear Castro talking about his Galician origins, whatever. Uh, but at some point in the 1800s, the Angles in America decided that anybody south of the border who was Catholic and spoke Spanish was not white. <laughs> and if you, you all may be old enough to remember the phrase Hispanic non white on official documents where you fill out your ethnicity or, or whatever word they choose to use, right? Hispanic, yeah. non-white. That's because sometime in the 1800s, they decided, okay, you're not white. You have to be something else. I remember that. <laughs> I so remember the Hispanics, that. right? Right. Hispanics to this day are pissed that they don't get to be white. So they invented this term, Latin, (laughs) and they call their little region Latin America, and that's how they teach it in their schools, right? Mm. Uh, Asian was a whole different problem uh, because you don't have the skin color thing, but you have a different physiology, and it's all the way on the other side of the world, so What word do you use? So the first words they use were Oriental, they use Mongoloid, et cetera, et cetera. And now we've settled into the phrase Asian. But the significance really doesn't matter as long as they're not white. And this gets to the real impetus behind everything. When we hear the word racism, It is actually a misunderstanding. All of the things, all of the behaviors, all the laws, all the words, whatever, whatever, that we've heard and been taught are so-called racist. They're not racist. There is no such thing as racism. What there is, is the oftentimes desperate and at times psychotic need (laughs) To maintain the illusion and delusion of whiteness. That is what is offering. Therefore, by proxy blackness? Absolutely. Because white cannot exist without some other. The most important other being black, because they were both invented at the same time. It's also very To be polar opposites. To be, you gotta have your polarities. You gotta have your antithesis, even though they're false. They allow people to say either or. Right? Yo, either yo, or. or yo, you you either. Like. Hey, Addison, I really, think I hear your background. No? You like, s- somebody's background is drowning out. Oh, it might be a uh, Zoom user. It might have been mine. No, it ain't mine. Okay. My TV's on. Well, I mean, you're the one talking.
1: I'm turned down. Can you hear? Can you hear me now?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So You're the one talking. (laughs) (laughs) So what we are dealing with psychologically is not a thing that we think we are talking about called race. Race was added sometime in the 1700s to legitimize skin color identity, to make it permanent, to make it deep, right? And so they invented all of these words, uh, European. There really is no such thing as Europe. I mean, that's one of the big myths. You could just as easily call Europe The countries that are the former colonies of Rome, that would be more accurate. That part. The word, the word Western, (laughs) particularly the idea of Western civilization, all that is a lie created sometime in the 1800s to justify the mythology of whiteness.
1: I figured that the Western civilization was made to, to. Centralized America at the um, center of the world.
3: No, they now, this is the interesting irony of whiteness, but uh, then again, it's also west of Europa, so
1: yeah. You know,
3: well, I mean, they can't, that, so like, I guess it was, that centering,
1: it was centering everything like basically in Europe, and that was the western, and then like you had Asia and um, so on and so forth it was far east, it was the east, and so it was right. Like, they were trying to make everything the center of everything, right. basically, like in Europe and well, like so well, on and so forth. Yeah,
3: exactly. Even though the history is utterly and completely scattered all over the place, non related chaos, mm-hmm. particularly after the fall of Rome. But when you have a need, when you have a deep subconscious existential need to justify something, you can just twist and ignore things. It's not hard. <laughs> just like they can make up the mythologies about Africa, right? You had to make that up. It was very necessary. Now, this sort of, um, this sort of, what's the right word for it? Paranoid, sort of neurotic behavior was not new. To what we are now referring to as Europeans or those countries. They've been doing that for a few centuries, probably more than that, in the quote unquote dark ages, in the medieval period. Niggas. It was full of
0: good. No, nah, I said doing, they've been doing what? What are you saying?
3: They've been having this sort of neurotic, psychotic, paranoid behavior for centuries. It's not oh, new. No. It was not new. It was It wasn't new in the 1700s it wasn't new in the 1800s it was it had been going on in Europe for probably four or five hundred years. Now would that have but been that, like because of the Moors? No, that didn't have anything to do with the Moors although the Moors were on the receiving end of the Catholic Church's paranoid psychotic behavior yes, absolutely uh, but that, this is this is something of a tangent So back to the main point. When we talk about racism, and I'll give you a good example. In sometime in the 1930s, when Louis Armstrong was creating a universe with his trumpet, (laughs) because that's basically what he was doing, he was performing somewhere in Texas. And in the audience was a young college student, a young white college student, who would later on become, uh, I think if not, a Justice of the Supreme Court and something close to that. He was watching, and then he recalls the event because of the comment that a local yokel made about Louis Armstrong after he had stopped playing. Now, I want you guys to listen to this comment very carefully. The local yokel turned to the college kid and he said, he's still a nigger. Right? He's mm. like, confirm this for me. With what we know, with what we now know about the origins and the mythology and the delusions of what is referred to as whiteness, we can reach some deductive conclusions and analyses of what he really was saying. He was really saying two things, but one thing more than anything else. What are you saying more than anything? He's still not better than me, right? Even deeper. I'm still Mm. white, Right? I'm still more valuable, aren't I? The whole mythology of whiteness was shattered. And he did not know how to make sense of it. He had somebody else to do it for him. Well, I mean, I guess he thought the college kid looked like he was smarter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Might have had all his teeth.
3: Uh... So, the superficial reaction to that statement would be, oh, he's so racist. But is that really what's going on here? That's not really what's going on here. When we look at the entirety of what is referred to as Jim Crow, because we don't know the history, we don't know our own history, we don't understand that in so many southern cities, particularly in South Carolina, but also elsewhere, uh, freedmen, And their children were judges, sheriffs, lawyers, accountants, becoming MDs, et cetera. There's a quote from a woman, I'll never forget it. It was a research paper I did my freshman year in school um, on what was happening in South Carolina in the Combahee River Valley uh, shortly after the Civil War, sometime in the 1880s. And the quote from the woman, I'll never forget this woman, she said, there are no poor people, quote, unquote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you read the quotes of some of the black senators and congressmen who were elected in those years immediately after the Civil War from those states. The Reconstruction -reconstruction and Post-Reconstruction. Yep. They all state quite clearly that there were no real, as they said then, racial problems, except for a small minority of wealthy, former plantation owners who couldn't stand the idea of black people flourishing and everybody getting along, couldn't stand it. And so they took control of the media which at that time was just the Prince, the newspapers, and they started running stories talking about Negro domination. They're going to take your wives. They're going to take your land, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They need a bill to a beer. Well, they wow. were trying to hold on to the mythologies and the delusions of their whiteness. This is what is going on with all of the events of the last 250 years. You have to understand what the real issue is, what the real problems. Now, I don't even think that's a problem, but it is part of the situation. But it is not the problem. Now, we can see this need to define the terms of the situation continuing just as strongly to this day. If you go to YouTube, every time I see some of these proofs, I always click a quick snapshot. The latest one that I snapshot it, screenshot it, is... Blank Genetics Explained. What Genetics Explained? Blank. Blank. And it's a picture. The screen is a picture of Ronnie Coleman, LeBron James, Flex Wheeler. And then I guess because they didn't want it to be all American, they threw in Usain Bolt. Mm. Um. Super Negro. Well, let's just think about the cop. Let's just think about it. Well, here's the thing, though. Let's go even deeper. What is really going on here? The creator of the video is undoubtedly white. Undoubtedly. He has to maintain control of the situation by explaining us. Understand what is going on.
1: He's leaning on a time-old tradition of saying, "If you could tell black people that they're not good enough, then that means that our light must shine brighter." No, it's not
3: even that. Oh, quit it's making it's up simply, stuff. Simply, I'm telling you, no, it's no, it's it's really it's up. simpler, but it's deeper. It's I'm telling you what you are. That is always the imperative. Joe Biden did exactly the same thing this year. If you don't vote for me, hey, you're, you're not, not black. black. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you what you are.
0: Oh, shit. Can't be black. Nobody, I see like everybody looked past that shit and I was just like, yo, <laughs> yo, I don't what? even
3: understand. It shows you how brainwashed we are and how accustomed we are to yeah. being told by someone else who
2: we, do
0: we
3: are. We
2: <laughs> do you wait, understand?
0: Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I thought I was the only person listen, <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Addison, we can't
2: what
0: hear you, you man. Some-
1: I just said, by other people. Exactly. By people it's who not just us. by
3: other people. We're forever defined I mean, by we, people that aren't us. Always. Now, but we're just dealing with the imperative of whiteness. I think it's important. And again, we didn't discuss this too much in the last discussion. So, I, I, you know, just to not go over the same material twice, right. I thought it would be good to examine the other side of the situation. Now, The other side of the situation is that we are always being defined and told who and what we are by someone else, particularly by so-called white. It doesn't matter if they're Marxists, it doesn't matter if they are so-called conservatives, whatever. The terms always have to be words created by so-called whites. So what's the term that suddenly appeared in the 60s? Minorities. There's no use of the word minority in American history before the 1960s. Now, you find that word in Europe, and I'm pretty sure that the Marxists who were advising LBJ said, hey, no, you can use this word to describe minorities. Well, what does minority mean? It's another way of saying you're not white. What's also the other phrase? Also, less
1: than?
3: Yeah, that's the idea. That's the implication. But see, you can't right. just say things outright. You imply right. it. The other way it's done is in the phrase women, minorities, LGBT, blah, blah, blah. Women are, again, subconsciously, what they mean when they say women is white. Because why would you say women and minorities when there are so-called minority women? Here's the trick to it. White never identifies itself directly because it is the default. You don't say a hot white woman. You say a hot bone. Mm. You don't use white when you're talking about a man. You say men, and you have a picture of a white man. This is the subconscious way that whiteness perpetuates itself.
1: To make it the default to make it the only well, one to to continue and everything else yes. is
3: other everything else has to be other now the thing that most black people don't understand is that most white people don't understand any of this and really don't care about it it doesn't really mean a whole lot when you get a little bit deeper into it uh, it will mean something just because it's habits they've learned but would it but, is it better it
1: doesn't mean anything to them or that they're okay with living. They just accept in that. It.
3: They just accept it. They accept right? the, um, the privilege that comes along with it? Well, most of them don't feel like there's any privilege. Or the idea. <laughs> and of for it. most of them, it really isn't. I mean, I guess to some degree, a few of them do, um, like maybe some of the college educated crowd. Um, certainly the immigrants, like the Irish and the Italians and some of the Eastern Europeans and Poles, et cetera, uh, who who initially uh, had an extremely rough time in America, but eventually were able to sort of just become white, which is what you see happening with a lot of of Spanish speakers. Um, They just, if their skin is pale enough, then they just elect to be white, right? This
1: is why I've heard you refer to them as mainstream,
3: Right, now that you're getting further ahead, I'm you're bad. getting into what happens when we shape the language and when we determine who is what and who is not. Because everything we've okay. gotten
1: has been given to us.
3: Listen, well, hold on.
1: Yeah. Hold on, let me ask questions, Alex, he's catching up. We about to, be,
0: about to be two minutes down, so let's take five quick, Max. Because my dog was about to go crazy for a second. And jump shit. Give,
3: like, give me like five minutes.
2: Uh,
1: again. That was quick. So where were we? Um, Waiting on show? We were...
3: We were... Where were we? Um...
1: You got to, okay, well, I'll say this, I'll say, we were this, this, Zoom user. I'll say this Zoom user, mm-hmm. right. you need to explain that um, that stance to, uh, to to Brian, because um,
3: this shows up. What? Well, I think you all pause putting this up publicly. I think if you put it up, it should be private. And you show it to people who you want to start thinking about these things. This information is really not for public consumption. It is not in my interest to start telling white people about their psychological delusions. I have no interest or concern in doing
1: that. Your interest rather is in what, exactly?
3: My only concern and interest is in Americans who I call brains, because of the allegorical meaning of the word bronze, and just because it sounds so fly just to say it, Um, to understand us, you have to understand a great deal of American history and culture. Anybody who thinks they can understand us by any superficial or foreign words is way off base. The conditions that created us have no precedent, it has no parallel, and it's unrepeatable. So those are by definition, the conditions for something being a one-of-one. So because we are something new in every sense of the word, um, and because we now understand that the language and the terms created in the late 1600s were designed to keep us mentally under someone else's thumb, uh, it's imperative that we come up with words that actually fit the reality. Is that a Well, you know this, Addison. I mean words are literally the way you shape reality. Quite They're literally. Spilled. And when you're I always that words are spells. And when you're constantly trying to understand yourself through terms and words that were created by someone else with the explicit desire to keep you under their thumb, well you're never gonna know who you are. You're never gonna know what you are.
1: Lupe Fiasco. Had a, um intro to one of his albums where he was talking about language being like the um, one of the greatest diseases or whatever, or something like that. It's the way that you control people is by taking away their language and then making them speak the other language or what have you. It was basically what he was uh, saying. It, it's not yeah, where you worry about it, but that's what he was yeah, saying. No. It was like, you know, saying, as soon as you control the language, you know, saying that's the greatest virus, the greatest disease. It'll puts through the entire, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's a way of controlling
3: it. Absolutely. And it's even more specific here, though, because we're talking about literally the identifier, the root of your identity. When you say, I am, whatever follows that is going to shape the bulk of your conscious and your subconscious activity. Which is why, and this is very apropos, when we compare the way white boys refer to their fraternal uh, connections from college, they say, I pledged such and such and so forth. When we see black males talk about it, we hear, I am. I'm a kappa No, am right. <laughs> right, now that can be taken in a couple of ways. Uh, but I find the difference in the reference quite interesting. And I think it's uh, it goes back to the existential void that the words we have always used to describe ourselves create, and thus needing an escape from the void. So we need something to
1: define ourselves by that has some sort of value. Yeah, exactly. so we say, I am that.
3: And then you just, saying, you just I am hit
1: black up. is not as not as uh it doesn't mean
3: anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's basically and a it doesn't mean anything. because it's, it's imaginary empty. and all that. Exactly. It is at most superficial. Um and even worse, it is always connected to white. That part. Always as, connected as, to whiteness. Always. has Because to be. it has <laughs> the polar opposite. Exactly. And it's not it's worse than a polar opposite. It's not an equal opposite. Mm. It's a subservient opposite. So we always have to think about our blackness and think about somebody else's whiteness. Does anyone have any idea where the word red bone comes from?
0: Like the origins of it? What it or what it referred to? Uh,
3: I mean, I know what it refers to. Everybody knows what it to, but the subconscious, the subconscious origins. Nah, the word red bone comes from the Negro's desperate need to imitate and emulate white men. When white men want to signify that a woman is beautiful, they don't call her white. They use an a. She is a blonde. Uh, Well, the Negro doesn't have the ability to do that because we don't know how to shape words ourselves. All we know how to do is emulate and follow. So somewhere deep within the subconscious of the Negro, somebody in the South came up with the phrase red bone as a way to put together a sort of semi proper noun um, that automatically says a woman is beautiful without her without needing to add any other words to it.
0: That part. Okay. I'm
3: you with you. We desperately have to imitate white maleness. When you understand what's going on in the subconscious, then you understand where these words come from. Hmm. You can't say she is a light skin. <laughs> Right? That's the value equivalent. Yeah. Doesn't work linguistically. Doesn't work. Mm. Mm-hmm. So when we when we're dealing with identity monikers, we're dealing with root identity, and then the thing that is always attached to that is value. And Addison, you said it. Something of value, right? That is why we like to say we are a nuke, right? Because it has depth, it has value, it tells you something about a person, it is a reality, <laughs> right? I mean it's, yeah. when you dig into it, it all makes perfect sense. It's got its own history, its own, its own uh tales, It's, it's a reality. history, stories, exactly. But because the Negro is only supposed to be able to see our history in America, and I shouldn't even say that, our history, which is America, as not valuable, as negative, as shameful, as something to be avoided, or escaped, whatever the case may be, which is behind what's going on with a lot of these cats who ran to Islam, Muhammad Ali being the most prominent. I mean, he was actually, you know, in Ali's uh, childlike honesty, he was very honest. He was like, I don't want a slave owner's name even though he didn't realize that his, his mother had named him after an abolitionist. That's the funny part. Um, <laughs> nice. uh, he liked the way the, his name, what his name meant in Arabic. Mind you, Muslims have been enslaving anybody and everybody they could for as long as they could. Um, and Africans went right along with it, but that's too, That was too much history for Ali at that time. Um, he wanted an escape from it. That's what he wanted. And he, you know, was very sensitive and angry. If you didn't call him his name. Who's the guy that he just destroyed? Because just, he wouldn't call him his name? Says, say my name. Um... Yeah, it was Ernie. Who was it again? I forget his name. Anyway... So when we're dealing with a negative, the natural impulse is to try to turn it into a positive. But it's impossible to do if the fundamental reference is negative and it is epitomized in the word nigga. Epitomized. Because we call ourselves a word that is fundamentally a negative insult from someone else that someone else created. But then we get upset when someone who doesn't who looks a certain way uses it. But DMX just because I love my niggas. I just
1: uh, love uh, my uh, niggas.
3: Exactly. But we can't escape the irrationality of that word and the identity attached to it. There's no way around it. Oh, my niggas. Either everybody can call you that, or it makes no sense why you would call yourself that. Unless you don't know any better. And that is the language burden we have been laboring under for centuries. Now, let's compare the Uh, language burden.
0: Your phone froze.
3: I
1: saw a video. I
0: can't
3: hear you. Listen, I can't hear you. You froze.
0: You need this you man. You need to sit somewhere not
3: frozen. I
1: saw a video where Delroy Lindo is like <laughs> on some news. <newscast>. Really?
3: <laughs> uh, now you just uh, can't lose. You caught up. Say it again.
1: You got me now? Yeah. Ah, you I saw this video. I saw this video with Delroy Lindo.
2: Mm-hmm. on
1: some newscast. And, like, somebody was on there talking about, like, you know I mean? he was like, these two guys, these two white guys, they was like, yeah, they were saying, you know, this is my N-word, this is my N-word, that. And uh, Del Rey Lindo was like, what N-word? Say it. You want to say it so badly, just go ahead and say it. And they that's was like, oh, you know we can't say that. And he was like, I dare you to say it. A, that's go a ahead. show. Go ahead and say it. That's a show. That was a show?
0: Yeah. It's actually it a, really it funny. a skit or something? Yeah, it was a it was an episode they it was an episode, but it's it's funny as shit. The show is funny. I forgot what it's called. I used to watch it, it kind of puts you in the mind of uh I 30 I rock. Saw the clip. Yeah, where you'd be like, say it. They got they go to a commercial. Like,
1: I dare you go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. I yeah. dare you, go ahead and say it. And he was like, You know, we can't <laughs> do that, you know we can't do that. And he was like, I'm telling you, you can say it.
3: No, uh, the interesting thing. With that word is it's how really it has evolved, to. and and how it has mm, how it has been evolved by the record industry, not by us, by the record industry. They have finally, after about thirty years of effort, have finally succeeding succeeded in reaching a state where. Nigger and bitch are the default words that we use to describe ourselves, male and female. The women who are connected to us call us nigga. That is the state that the record industry and pop culture, but really it's the record industry. That is what has been created. Back in 86, 87, 88, didn't exist. 89, 90, all through the 90s, started to get better in the record industry, which is controlled by people who are very devoted to their whiteness and to maintaining its illusions and delusions, and therefore to maintaining the the chemical idea of the Negro by any means necessary, any and all means necessary, they have finally succeeded. It took them a long time. But they're there now. So we're swimming in this sea of irrational consciousness. And we wonder why a Kevin Samuels is necessary. (laughs) Oh, we want Kevin Samuels. Ah, <laughs> that's Brian's voice. We wonder.
2: That's your guy, man.
3: We wonder why. You gotta well, un- it's because. Be <laughs> your brother too. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with him.
1: <laughs>
3: hey, Kevin is telling the truth. He's telling the truth, but he—I don't know if he's. I mean, on, on the one hand, I wish you would get a little deeper into how women have been framed by Feminism. But I don't know if maybe that's too off topic. I don't know. He's,
0: he's mostly on the what you're going to
3: do about yeah. it yeah. you now. He's like, all right, it's done. What yeah. you going to do about yeah. it yeah. No, I'm gonna yeah, They're, the they're really talk. not equipped to answer that question. They're, they're not? not equipped to answer that question. Yeah. But they act like they are. Exactly. And that's the frustration. Yeah, no, you're right. That's the frustration. He's, yeah, he's right. I don't disagree with him. I just kind of wish he would. But I think he's doing. He's working one more. It? Yeah, I mean, it, do more with it. I just, I think it's helpful for people to understand that they have been deliberately programmed to think a certain way. I think it's helpful instead of them thinking that this is this is just the way it is. Mm. When you talk like that, they think you're crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, words, I've right. had
0: a woman tell me that. Well, well, that's the way it's always been, and that shit
1: made me. That that's I don't understand that. But just to say, it. Just, that's cognitive dissonance. Just to hear them say, where, it, like, "Well, that's the way it's always been." That's it's where like, new real, that's that's it. runs into. You don't even want to have a discussion. But that's what happens when new information runs into what you already know, and it, and it counters it directly, and you don't know what to do with it, but so you lean back on what you already know. That's cognitive dissonance.
3: Yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, this is going to be what we run into with something like this. Well, absolutely, it will, and they're just going to prove my points because they'll fall back on what is comfortable and irrational.
1: You ain't shit, wash.
3: (laughs) I mean, that's the the guy talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you supposed to be? That's the only. That's anonymous. Oh, that's like dynamite. <laughs> exactly. 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 So when we look at the word, we see that it doesn't fit the reality. When you look at what we have created in the last, I don't know, hundred years, the deeds, the creations, uh, it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. We create universes. Over and over, over, over. over and over I mean, let's just look at Jamaica. Right? Jamaicans have produced—I don't know—maybe two people that are really worth remembering.
0: Who's <laughs> really? <laughs> <old> <laughs> but we put,
3: oh, I'm just being real.
0: We put each other, other in boxes.
3: Who's the first one? Is Bob Marley? Bob Marley. I mean, I guess I still don't quite get but they had. I mean, shopping. Maybe if he didn't smoke weed. Jumbo. Jumbo. <laughs> like yeah. I said, maybe two. And the black dude That's from uh
0: and the black dude from how Stella got her groove back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's K Diggs. Diggs.
0: is American. Yeah. No, he's
1: talking about the real dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what part of Jamaica you from? By the beach. You're <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um. gonna have bacon there some half-baked in there. <laughs> well, when you, look,
3: I kid you know. When you look at a, uh, when you watch a video, uh, I was watching this video about so-called elite Jamaican neighborhoods, and they look worse than shit we see in Canal City or yeah. South Hill. Oh, damn. oh no, damn. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Elite neighborhoods oh, with trash really. on the streets, loans unkept, just, they're talking about and, and had the audacity, or the delusional audacity really is the word, to have a section of the, some neighborhood called Beverly Hills. <laughs> some section called Beverly Hills. <laughs> the rest of the country is a shithole and is likely to be a shithole for the remainder of its existence. Okay? Okay. <laughs> But because they are not laboring under an irrational thought structure, because they don't refer to themselves as African-Jamaicans, because they don't say I am black, they say I am Jamaican, they're able to actually stand on a little bit of something in the face of their reality, which is the exact opposite of what they're trying to stand on. We're in an opposite situation. We literally have created a huge chunk of the 20th century, and the culture that we created about 100 years ago has dominated world culture even more now than 50 or 60 years ago. And we're still using words that someone else created in the late 1700s to keep us under their thumb. That part,
1: but why? Damn,
3: because because no we don't is, know nothing else. Or because, because it's a few reasons. To know one, else. because no one has dug ruthlessly for the truth the way I have, mm-hmm. and reached the conclusion that it has to start with facing the fact that the only thing we are is American. And then the creative part, which is probably the most important part, which is coming up with a new word. And a new consciousness that shapes the world from our perspective in a way that benefits us. The word is B-R-O-N-Z-E. The reason is because when you look at bronze and how it is made, bronze is a fusion of several basic alloys. The two biggest ones are copper and tin. But depending on the use of the bronze, you might add different materials. But the important thing is that the base metals are melted (coughs) down, they are destroyed and then reassembled in a way that they are a great deal more than the simple sum of the parts. And when you understand that, then you can begin to understand what we are. Crafted from something that was put together. Assembled. Built. Built. Over centuries. It is a metallurgical process that required centuries. Like you said, that could never be reproduced. Never. And no one has anything to do with us. No one has anything in common with us. If you are an immigrant to America, you're a fucking immigrant, wherever you come from, whether you're Jamaican, Haitian, or fucking from Bangladesh. All right. You know Abby's from Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Bangladeshians.
0: Shout out to Abby.
3: Shout out to Bangladesh.
0: <laughs> you don't Berger, have Berger.
3: anything to do with me automatically. Now, you can get bronze. Duh. Bronze can also turn into a verb. Like, uh, yeah. what's the chick's yeah. name? Rachel Dozo? Dozo? Rachel Dolezal. The white chick? Whatever.
1: Yeah, Rachel Dozel. Yeah, The white the chick, chick that was running around acting like she was black. Yeah.
3: Okay. No. <laughs> From the perspective of bronze, what you would call her is bronzed. Huh. <laughs> but why not blacken? <laughs>
1: <Because> <laughs> it's black on the color and it's superficial. And that's why we're not using that.
3: Because What
1: you're saying is okay. that she had become part of the culture of bronze.
3: Exactly. and actually
1: acted within it. But if we're thinking of ourselves only as black, then yeah, we would keep her out of it. So so she, so she kind of had a Negro
0: pass. It, she gave herself a Negro pass.
1: Well, That's, 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 what, that's what you're saying. It's kind of what you're saying. It's like, if that it's wrong and look at it but from a different perspective, a, right. then it becomes something that actually is acceptable because she was doing the work and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Acting as if she was one thing, while by other identity structures, the ones in place,
3: she would actually still have to be either black or white. Which is what ultimately she was behaving as, (laughs) trying to play the victim card, being the head of the NAACP. (laughs) Like, how do you even even presuppose to do that? Why don't you think the victim card is the key to what it means to be black?
0: And this was something that I had asked Addison about, um, who was it? Bubba became president? Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah, Bubba. That that was my thing, dude. Like, how do you, so he can do that. Reconcile the one against the other. But Eminem can't be the best rapper. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I
1: don't. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how. Because to me, a presidential position isn't necessarily the most powerful. The poll mark isn't necessarily the most powerful, but he is an administrator. And I knew that, you know what I'm saying? The one, the, the guy you're talking about, I knew that Buck was a good administrator. Not necessarily the greatest of our leaders, but he was someone who would be able to handle paperwork in the nines. But that's why I did that. But still, I did it with the idea that those around him would actually support it and then actually do the work and we'll be able to get stuff done. That's a little but different. Still, uh,
0: but still. Bubba earned, earned his letters. You, I, A lot of people earn their letters. At the end of the day. All I'm saying is
1: Bubba earned his letters.
0: It, is what it,
1: have, it had, is what it is and it's not what it was supposed to be. As a result, we experienced the difficulties as a result of the way that he handled the things that he handled.
3: But the point is, <laughs> he earned Bubba, what it earned. Let me interject uh, what this particular situation would look like from a broad perspective. Go ahead. He's too fucking corny to ever think he could be a noob. Period. Ah, but see, here's the bag. Here's the bag.
1: That's working on a stereotype of what a noop is, and a noob is a lot of things. A noob is yeah. basically someone who achieves the bag. field of human endeavor. But here's you know the, bag he the, the bag on the bag. What is this founded off of?
0: Whose flesh and blood is this supposed to be founded off of? At the end of the day, well, we, here's you, the have, thing. you have to find that person with them same qualities that reflect <laughs> what this is supposed
3: to be founded off of. Yeah, Wait, well. but, see, I would say the same thing to some African but you would understand that someone be,
1: besides y'all, but someone someone else who actually is a nuke would say that it's wrong for me to even discuss it with y'all because you're barbarians. Of you course. I get it.
3: But here's the but thing. Because you don't know the secret, even though you may all know right. some secrets. No, I don't know anything. I'm, all I know is that all of the fraternities. They do have a guns. stereotype. Well, they are bronze archetypes. There you go. They are bronze there prototypes.
1: Go. Archetypes and prototypes. I'll go with you. They are.
3: And if you're because not from such things, nigga, shut up and let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're not of that type, then you don't belong. You don't need if you don't have the the cultural prerequisites. They even want to engage. <laughs> you don't need to be <laughs> that's, that's, exactly like you can't just walk off the fucking street and think you know something about this or that you're able to deal with this or represent it or embody. It. <coughs> I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but you can't do it. It's culture, dude. The 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 fraternities and the sororities are emanations of Broman's culture. Mm-hmm they are emanations of the culture. They are not separate from the culture. They are supposed to be, I mean, like, archetypes. Yeah.
1: But to me, when the dude goes up to the master and he's like, I want to learn at the feet, and the master tells him no. And the dude says, I'm going to stay here until you let me come through. And I'm going to do that shit.
3: They earn I get, get that, too. They I get that, too.
1: And, 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 and like I say, whatever problems I got with that guy, because I got my issues with him. But I love him to death. And to me, he showed and proved that he did belong. Now, yeah, Look, he's made mistakes. He's a good dude. He's a good, dude. He's a he's a good, good, good dude.
2: dude.
0: And That's I understand where you're
1: coming from. But but. And, and I get, I, but I get the argument. But I'm saying, to me, I will make an exception almost every, maybe not anymore because of you, the waiting. But I, I will make an exception for I make an exception. You to
3: him.
0: would give out Negro passes, basically.
3: Yeah. Let's, it's, of, no, let's take that, that word. But but take that might word. be because I'm not those.
1: Operated because I've operated on a different idea of what it is that I am in this world. Well, you know what I mean, hold on, I know that
3: I go by that they call me these names, but you know, saying, on, on. I look at things different. Let's go deeper. Addison, you're looking at things deeper, and I'm I'm encouraging you to understand that it's a deeper phenomenon than a quote unquote negro task. Like, oh, you're bone That's not what it is. When you understand okay. that you're deep and I'm not saying this to you, Addison, I'm saying it to everybody. I just know people under
1: my umbrella are under my umbrella. You know, what I'm saying they're <laughs> under the Addison umbrella, and therefore, since I am my own universe, then it doesn't matter what it is you are. Now, true. Now, no, and I always joke about it, but no dead ass. If the race war comes, I got to go get my man, Chris Castle, first. He's got to go. <laughs> After that, you know what I'm saying? I'll figure it out. But I don't you know. That He's still under nothing. my umbrella. That man was in my wedding. All right,
0: calm saying, down.
3: You don't happen. have to go into detail. We, man, know. Let, me, now let me explain a little like bit more. i got comments. some white friends. No, here's the thing. These false. Look, this, and this is going to be the most difficult part for people. Because we're so accustomed to thinking of false dichotomies. It's, it's like reflex. There is no opposite to bronze. There is no bronze or whatever. Or bronze versus... It doesn't exist. It's not like
1: bronze versus brass. Or hey, bronze yeah, bronze yeah, versus like you said, yes. We don't need your it's, elaborations.
3: It's in and of itself. <laughs> it is a thing in and of itself. Yes. Yeah. So... It is a culture, and and this is the thing, and this is, like, it it, in a lot of ways is the opposite of what so-called Black is because it is strictly based on heritage, lineage, culture. Can I ask Mm -hmm. ask a question?
1: Mm -hmm. Why do we always have to have something that goes against the other? Why must there be an either or? Because that's that's the root of our identity.
3: And to a large in degree, things, though, I mean, it's like in all it's, things, it's like it's got to yeah,
1: be good or just, evil. You know what I'm saying? It has to be the black or the white. Part what of the,
3: it, part of it, part of it is the Christian red or blue. Catholic Church. The mm-hmm. other part of it, more recently, is the Marxists who control Hollywood. Hello. And most of they don't give you enough gray. Are, no, there is. They don't want you to think there is gray. That's why when you go on the Mason Hall, you see the black and white checkered floors. Hmm. There's no gray checks.
0: Fellas, we're, we're, running on, uh, floors. we're running on six minutes.
1: Six minutes to go? Yes. I'll come back?
0: Possibly, though. I think the old lady's about to be here shortly.
3: Yeah, no, no, no. This is enough for today. We can pick it up.
0: I'm a... Um, uh,
3: there's a lot more to it. <laughs>
0: that part I can see. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you for real
3: on this a lot of we what to said.
1: This is why this is why we thought it was so bad that you wasn't here last time, B. I mean, it it's was right. me and Show all, right. all the way in. Right. Me and Show was it's all right. this is why this is why it's so great that you're here now. I really wanted T D to be here because I feel like he's somebody who really needs to hear stuff like that. That part he knew. And I also want to hear. We the recorded type of it, right? will have to yeah, but yeah, his recorded live it, action, right? so let him watch live reactions are worth hearing live. You did what I mean?
3: So let him watch it and then he can comment later. There's more to it.
1: Well, he's should send in a reaction video. I,
3: uh, he could. That
0: would be funny. I was on the road, I couldn't be there. But yo, I got this some more what I questions.
2: Said.
1: This <laughs> is what I think <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's the talk
1: because you, because you know Because you know, T D could pass as white.
3: No, he couldn't. I call no, him a day walker. He couldn't. He couldn't
1: because of the way he carries himself, but he could by look.
3: Nah, he could. His skin is pale enough, His skin is nowhere near pale enough. It's not,
1: man. If you think he could, there's something wrong with you.
3: You this want him to be idea. able to TD's a daywalker.
1: Y'all just trying to, y'all just not trying to see it.
0: No, you He's you no want weird. him to be a daywalker.
3: You, you know, I don't want that, I don't want
1: that, I just know that he is, you just trying to, y'all mine.
3: he is nowhere near pale enough, no, he is definitely right. pale enough, man. my
0: cousin Malik is albino, and you can even tell, well, a couple people thought he was a white boy at first, but, ah, he, was, he I mean, looked he like just, a you super saiyan, he
1: just killed your argument, he <laughs> killed your argument, also, we'll, we'll see, that's me the thing
3: high. though, and that's the thing, uh, with the new realities, those ideas, and, and this is, it's going to be really they interesting. They wouldn't really
1: exist then, therefore. They don't really exist. Yeah, they don't. What I buy them? Because basically what you're taking away, you see, well, you know what it sounds like to me, though, and I'll say this.
3: Pass. That doesn't even I'll say, with, exist. I'll
1: say, what the, I'll say this, because this is one of those things that kind of be on my mind. It's like the competition that we're always feeling like we're in. It, it changes if we change our identity structure then therefore we're not looking like we have to you can be only one or the other anymore then it changes the actual whole process of dealing with the entire world if you think about it but saying it's no longer i gotta compete this against this you can't I really this or but see, this
0: you can't I mean, change all things that
1: are actually options you can't change that when brothers is losing
0: the knife. We don't even know man you You're don't right. know this is people the, don't even know.
1: And so it's like it's it, 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 it's it's wild when you think about it that way. And so it's people stop nah, nodding because they together. stop, they feel like they got it, that you might take what they got so that they can't get what they need to get. And so everybody's yep. gotta fight for everything.
3: <laughs> yeah, it changes everything.
1: If it's no longer either or and all these options are therefore available, then I mean
3: well, it's not only just not the either. The world or. actually opens is up, it's that you actually value you you value you and you value what allegedly is like you then you don't even have therefore you don't even have to compare
1: exactly and when you don't have to compare then you're that's why why they say that we forgot the secrets and we have to compete against each other all the time then you always feel
3: like you're a king that part
1: and if you're and, a king, you'll rule you know, a kingdom when you, as
3: opposed to serving And him. when you really get deeper into it, um, then you start pushing each other. Iron sharpening iron. When you really get into it. That's the part that's
0: hard. I've tried that. This iron around here sucks.
1: No, well, but you know what I'm saying? They but but you're my iron, just like me and It's you know, Just like me and Zoom user, all of us. We're the iron. We sharpening each other. Just in this conversation, it's happened. Yeah. We've
3: all become better. No, the, the the reason the reason you're not able to do that around here is because cats around here are still underneath the thumb of the language, of the verbiage. That part, okay. Their whole consciousness; they don't know anything else. They don't even think there is anything else. And that's why language and words are so critical. Because you literally shape a person's reality, their consciousness, with the words. So they don't know anybody. So until that blank box is broken open, they're not going to understand how iron sharpens iron. They're going to think you just, <laughs> they're, they're going to think you either just hating on them or getting on their nerves or because they're still stuck. They want to being change. Iron. No, they still have to change on the brain. They're still laboring under the idea that slavery only happened in America and mm-hmm. that they are something that they're supposed to somehow think they lost out on something. Like that is the that is the deep subconscious and conscious narratives that we always labor under. The reality is the opposite. We always talk about the soldiers who've lost their lives for our freedom. Well, guess what? Those men and women who sacrificed their freedom to build America from scratch deserve every bit as much praise and gratitude as any fucking soldier who ever died for this country.